ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. What is best in life? Crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and hear the lamentation of your women. Live for nothing, or die for something. I know Kung Fu. The first rule of Fight Club is, you do not talk about Fight Club. All right, that, here we go. That's better. <laughs> Take two. Take two. Professionalism at its finest. Welcome, Dan. I got Dan Marr from Paleozone uh, dropping in with us today, hooking us up with some food, and then you're going to buy it straight up. That's the whole purpose of him coming here. Simple. Buy his food. It's really good. Uh, Dan started just showing up a couple weeks ago with some food for us, and rule number one, if you're going to show up unannounced, is bring food. And... That's just how it all started. And then he came the next week and brought more food. And here we are. And it was delicious, man. Thank you. It was delicious. Um, so the floor is yours, sir. All right. Um, well, I guess I'll tell you a little bit about the company, how it started, got through that. Um, you know, I was in mortgage banking for 20 years. Brutal. And yeah, and then hit that downturn uh, with everybody else and just got burned out, you know, divorce, everything that goes along with it, and uh, was trying to figure out what to do with my life again. And I would always, uh, you know, I played college football, was into fitness for a while, got out of it. Um, but I also learned that I enjoyed teaching during that time. I used to put on seminars. And an opportunity came with one of my high school friends who owned a CrossFit gym who needed somebody to run it for him uh, with everything he had going on in his life. I stepped in uh, and was at uh, my CrossFit Level 1 certification when they were talking about nutrition. And these two girls behind me are like, oh, meal prep is so hard. If somebody did that, I would totally pay for that. How much would you pay? Yeah. Right. And then I thought of the idea there because you know, I grew up in an East Coast family, always cooked at home. We never went out. Um, and so I learned to cook in the kitchen. I wasn't a you know master chef or anything like that, but I knew my way around. And I started experimenting with my personal training clients, uh, you know, sticking to the paleo diet at the time because it worked for me. For sure. And then uh, giving it to everybody else, trying different recipes, old family recipes and making them paleo. Uh, it started working. People at the gym started asking about it. So that aspect of it started growing. Uh, grew it to a, a pretty good clip, took on a, another partner uh, who I went to high school with too, known him since we were 14, uh, landed a contract with CrossFit headquarters. And, oh, wow. Yeah. So we followed them around on their Crush the Can campaign. Yeah. And we got exposure to a lot of different gyms, and we really grew from there. And are then, you, Are you still affiliated with HQ? Yeah, we still do. So I still do stuff uh, since I no longer have my partner. Yeah, um, for legal reasons, I won't say exactly what happened, but there was a disappearance of um, certain assets. All right, (laughs) put it that way. It's usually how it goes down. Yeah. So you know, you put your trust in somebody, and uh, rule number one in business: don't have partners. Don't have partners, especially people you know. Um. So I basically relaunched the company in January of 2017. Just started with my 
you know, the clients that I knew would follow me, which were most of them, sure. um, and then restarted it. The change I made was I hired a chef with 30 years uh, experience in catering, high end. That's awesome. So what what I found, and you know, I always try to figure out what my competitors are doing, what they're doing right, what I'm doing right, what I'm doing wrong, what they're doing wrong. And for the most part, I think people who get into the meal prep business um, have the idea of it, right, as a business. For sure. It's just like CrossFit. Right. It's, <laughs> right. Oh, it's easy. It's easy. Anyone can do it. Right. Just throw together some weights and yeah. some programming and everybody gets fit. For sure. And I, I think people look at it from just mainly a macro perspective. Hey, you know, athletes need this and they throw together a bunch of stuff um, and people burn out on it quick. For sure. Um, so mine, my idea was to always v- keep it varied, like CrossFit. Yep. Um, and then when I hired this chef, he looked at everything from a taste perspective, where eyes looked at it. I mean, hey, these are the numbers we got to hit. Yeah. He's like, well, this is how we're going to make it taste great. And the feedback I got from everybody was, yeah, this is the best meal prep service we've ever had. For sure. So, you know, it has its challenges. It's, you know ever-evolving always fun you know you're going to lose people you know they go on to something else or they learn to cook for themselves which is great but i've had some really um fantastic results from the people who really commit to it yeah for sure and just like anything if you fully commit to something you're going to get results from it right it it, i kind of model it basically after crossfit right it's you don't have to think about it the programming is there for you. If you want to lose weight, you want to gain weight. If I, if you eat what I tell you to eat and you have specific goals in mind, combined with the workouts you're doing, you will get there. For sure. Fast. So I guess that's a good segue into like what kind of options do people have? So, you know, it, it started with just paleo and full organic. And I quickly figured out that a lot of people didn't really care about both of those things or couldn't afford it. So I, I broke it into two lines. I have my natural line, which is, you know, your meats, your fishes that you're going to get um, that are not organic. Uh, same as the vegetables. And then I have a full organic line, grass-fed beef, wild-caught fish, etc. From there, I have three different lines in each one based on what your goals are. I have my lean line for people who look into cut weight, lean out, right? Which is just protein, veggies, and fats. Pretty simple. Yep. Then I have my paleo zone line, and that's the name I came up with was, it was paleo uh, menu based on the zone uh, measuring system. Cool. Dr. Sears. And that is your meats, veggies, and paleo starches. Uh, yams, sweet potatoes, etc. And then I have a true zone line for people who don't give a shit about paleo. Yeah, for sure. That has your <laughs> traditional starches, your rice, your pastas, etc. Cool. So um, beyond that, right? You have three different lines to choose from. I change the week, the menu on a weekly basis. That's awesome. So you have, and you get to choose what you want. It used to be all chef's choice. So whatever I was making, that's what you're going to get. You for don't sure. like it? Tough shit. Yeah. And so it's always evolving, listening to people. Hey, you know, I don't like that. Can I choose? I'm like, yeah, okay. So um, it's been a challenge creating an interface for ordering online. Oh, I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. So I have a IT guy that's doing it. He's telling me, I don't know, just do it. Make it happen. Oh, it's so gnarly. People are so funny. 
and it's just the way they are because i'm sure that because we're business owners so like we see the funny questions and we're like yeah it doesn't work that way you know <laughs> but like everybody I'm, wants to be special for sure but i'm sure we've done it somewhere like at some point it, when we were customers somewhere i i know for sure i've i've been that guy and like every once in a while when it happens i'm like oh shit i'm that guy right now right <laughs> i like apologize i never complain like, oh I, i'm complaining like that yeah. shit <laughs> that's pretty funny dude that's that's awesome so we've been using like a a local girl that you know she's cool she just it's like super basic Mm -hmm. super super basic and it's funny to watch her learn because she started like super cheap like five dollars and fifty cents a meal and then like within two months it like was like seven dollars and fifty cents a meal and then it was like ten dollars and fifty like you're starting to see like oh she's she's realizing that her dollar profit yes. <laughs> her meal is not working no. out for her all the work. So she's a sweet girl, but, um, it's not even, it's like a, it's like single a baseball compared to you. you I know? appreciate that. Yeah. So, and, uh, and that's it. You know, you, you look at the pricing of it and people say, Oh, well that's kind of expensive. You know, our lunches are for our natural line. Our lunches, dinners are 14 and $50 for the two sizes. But, you know, you ask somebody how often they go out to eat. If you're going to get a quality meal for $14, $15 that's fully weighed, measured for your exact needs, yeah, you're not going to find it for that much. For and sure. now it's getting delivered to you, right? You're being able to pretty much customize it for the way you want. Absolutely. Um, and choose from the menu. And yeah, I I look at those other companies out there that are offering 7 and $8 meals, and there's one of two things. One, they're going out of business fast, or two, the portions are pretty much half my size yep so you got to buy two of them anyway and you're now you're up at my cost for sure and i mean you get what you pay for it's like do you want an expensive body or a cheap body you know it's like crossfit you go to the gym it's 100 bucks a month like you're gonna get hurt and they're gonna close yeah like they, it's not sustainable no you know and they're just offering shit product so it's like i know for me i go to get a poke bowl it's 12 13 bucks right there and who knows what's in that shit you know like i know it's healthy quote unquote but like who knows what you're really getting right like right. you go to flame broiler like if you get like I'm a big dude, so flame broiler with just broccoli and double meat, it's 12, 13 bucks. It's the same thing, you know? Yep. And like, uh, I like the fact that it's delivered and that there's variety and I know it's gonna taste good. And so far what I've seen, there's not like a bunch of weird shit. Cause we had another one that we used like a few years back. Very nice girl. She had like the cooking down, like she was a chef. But like, dude, there'd be some like super obscure shit. Like, I, like half the meals I get, I'd be like, man, I'm not gonna eat this. You know? It was like so gnarly. I'm like, what is it? Yeah, I'm like, hey, can you just do this one every time? Like this one, because the other ones, I'm like, no, man. Yeah, man, everything you brought, dude, was fire. fire. That's awesome. Was well, good. and and it's cool because I got some people. So you have the opportunity to order, but if you don't, it's chef's choice. So I got people who are like, ah, bring me whatever, I'll eat it. Yeah. And then you have the true foodies. Well, I don't like that. Well, I don't like kale. You know, I don't like broccoli. For sure. I get my five-year-olds, I call them, and I got to cater to them. But that's <laughs> why they get that. If you want 10 of one thing, order 10 of one thing. Yeah. I don't care. I'll make it. Yeah, that's cool. I don't like kale, personally. I don't know. It's like, you haven't tried our kale. I'll have to try yours. It's pretty good. Yeah. I, I've, yeah. I, it's one of those things that's like, if you don't do it, you don't get good at it, you know? And like, I never buy kale ever. Because I'm just like, this tastes like I'm eating like... <laughs> like flat like it like fabric almost right you know it's like and it gets chewy yeah yeah it's like oh okay all right cool dude that's awesome so like what's the what's the most like obscure weird thing someone's asked you for Hmm. like there was a girl here i always tell people in our in our challenge consults but when i'm talking about our nutrition plan there is a girl here that like 
it was a few years back. She like totally bonks out on this workout. And I'm like, dude, what's your problem? You know, like you don't look so good. She's like, oh, I'm on this new diet and I don't feel that good. And I'm like, well, what are you eating? She's like, I have to eat 18 bananas a day. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm like, wait, what? She's like, yeah, it's a banana diet. I have to eat. I think it was, it was like, it was ridiculous. It was around 20. I want to say it was 18 or 22. Those are like the numbers that stick out in my mind. I'm like, you have to eat 18 bananas a day. Like, are you, is that it? That's it. You just eat bananas. <laughs> And I'm like, you are a banana. Like, like <laughs> Who told you that? Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's just so crazy. Like how many like gurus are out there like spreading all this nonsense. And like I had somebody in, in a challenge that finished a few weeks back and, you know, she, she needed to lose a hundred pounds to be healthy again, you know, and she's following our meal plan and not changing. I'm like, what's going on? Like, what are, what are you adding? That's not on this list. And I got to put it in front of her. She's like, oh, I'm doing bulletproof coffee. I'm like, wait, what? like how like how many like how much are you like what are you doing she's like well it's like two tablespoons of butter and i'm like holy shit like (laughs) yeah that that's good for like skinny people already that that want to do more energy yeah yeah yeah, that's what that's for that's not you know it's like i'm like where'd you get that because we told you that you have to follow this and like you're not following this because you're doing that it's like oh i just i saw it on the internet or a podcast or something i'm like holy crap dude it's like crazy to see like the the uh like misinformation that's incredible like that's got to be so frustrating i couldn't even imagine the questions that you get it's yeah i mean for the most part it's do you do vegan yeah nope i already warned everyone too no vegan options so Um, i told him not even to come today i'm like don't even come he doesn't want to see (laughs) who want all fish (laughs) i can do that yeah okay Um, or you know i don't eat red meat and there's a lot of misinformation about that too yeah for sure yeah, if you're getting regular red meat that's processed at a farm that's corn-fed, injected with hormones, et cetera, is that bad for you? Yeah, so is all the other meat. But if you get grass-fed beef and you put the two side by side, you can see the difference. Yeah, oh, and dude, just the color, the just taste, the color everything. Alone. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, I've gotten a couple of, you know, you hear about allergies all the time. So my oldest daughter is deathly allergic to dairy eggs and peanuts. Whoa like off the charts if you're eating a piece of cheese and touch her skin she'll break out in hives no shit yeah dang yeah that's brutal cheese is so good (laughs) no cheese so actually i you know before i started eating paleo i kind of got introduced to that with my dog because we cut out dairy early on um i've had mushroom allergies green bell pepper not red bell pepper just green bell pepper um yeah we don't do any dairy so that's an easy one uh peanuts we don't do peanuts so that's an easy one had a guy who was allergic to all nuts at one point um what else was there there was uh broccoli i've heard of broccoli yeah there's it's like just the stock or something like that yeah like the we actually had someone in a challenge that just finished she couldn't eat broccoli stocks because there's something in the stock that's she's allergic to she could only eat the florets that's i was like what yeah (laughs) <laughs> you hear some you know, yeah. strawberries and you know you hear your uh normal ones but then some of the ones out there are just uh, what really i used to tell because i like i was scared to try jalapenos when i was a little kid so i used to tell them like no jalapenos i'm allergic mm-hmm. and beans too and like now i love like, i eat jalapenos and everything uh, we do a little roasted oh man so oh good. our you'll get it uh, not this time but our uh, jalapeno dijon chicken holy toledo oh yeah that sounds good it's really good well, I'll be your first order. I'm going to order for me today for sure. Well, you don't even need to order. You're going to get a bunch of samples. Well, 
good googly moogly that sounds good to me <laughs> i uh straight up since you brought the like the sweet potato hash with the eggs on top so the first week i tried to exactly replicate it but i had never poached eggs before so they came out okay you know but then i started doing it with just a like sunny side up egg but i added a little bacon in there mm-hmm. oh you had bacon in there yeah yeah Oh yeah, I was telling everyone in here that I wasn't adding bacon. Oops, because it's not like bacon's not on <laughs> the protein on the list. list. But I was adding a little bit of bacon. Uncured bacon. Uncured, legit. I bake it too. Yep. The only way. Absolutely. And it was yeah. I like I ate yours. I'm like, well, that's good. I'm like, oh, I could try try this. You know, and I yeah, it's it's actually I have some in the fridge right now. Nice. Yeah, I'll try it. Cool. Yeah, tell me how it is. Actually, this one, I got a little distracted because I was watching. <laughs> fuck what was i watching i think i was watching westworld like the new the new westworld uh episode so i kind of bur- like overcooked the uh sweet potatoes so that's like right get flour. a little char a little flour a little flavor yeah it was good yeah, it's good good. Stuff. good stuff um before we went live you were telling me about uh the story with the the athletes that were kind of using your nutrition yes can you talk about that absolutely um so i'm sponsoring uh christian lucero and jason carroll right now both of who've made regionals. Um, hopefully, Kristen doesn't get hurt again this year and makes it. Both of them will make it to the games based on their performance. And it's just funny to see where um, I, when they were out here, I was also cooking for Jess Lucero, who's on the Olympic weightlifting team. So with Christian, it was as much food as possible. It just dawned on me who that who the, who they are. <laughs> Christian Lucero has like the crazy, yep, frilly crazy hair. long hair, yeah. Yeah. All tatted up. Yeah. I just realized who they are. He's like young as hell. Yeah. He's only They're like both 20, young. Yeah, both of them. Yeah. Didn't he just set a, did he set a world record at Worlds or American record at Worlds? Uh, she did. She uh, did. American record. Yeah. Okay. Dude, yeah. They're no shit weightlifters, man. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're like. Strong. Yeah. Yeah. They're no shit people. Just tiny, too. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I'm like, dude, I know these. They were local? Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Okay, sorry. Yeah, they just moved back to Ohio. I just derailed your story. Yeah. Okay, where were they before? Uh, They're in Southern California. So okay. he was training out of uh, Costa Mesa, and she was at different places. Then they went up to Oregon, and now they're in Ohio. Crazy. Yeah. All right, cool. It's all um, coming together now. Got it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so, you know, for her, maintaining 127 pounds, it was like a wrestler. I mean, it was always, you know, the bare minimum. And for him... Because she goes up? She, yeah, unless yeah. She, yeah, she's got to make weight yeah. or else you get bumped into the next weight class. Yeah, and does she gain weight easily? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just because you're, you're growing at, a, you know, after you hit basically, you know, 22, 23 years old, you know, your body stabilizes and yeah. you start packing on pounds. I, I know all about that. <laughs> me too. For sure. I got some good photos of me in my uh, dad bod years. Oh, really? Uh, See, I'm in those years right now. I'm, I'll, I'm, I'll be the success story. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and for him, it was just keeping up with, you know, two, three workouts a day. And she would get so jealous of the amount of food that he got to eat. Like he'd be tired of eating. It was so much. And she's like barely getting enough to sustain. Brutal. And then same thing with Jason Carroll. As soon as I got him on board, his numbers started going through the roof. You know, for him, he, you know, he's just a gifted athlete. For sure. Um, he's a beast. Is he getting stronger? Yeah. Because that's what limited him last year. Yeah. You got to get stronger. He's hitting some big numbers right now. Cool. And part of it was he, he wasn't fueling himself properly. Yeah. You know, he was working at the gym and just eating, oh, when he remembered. For sure. And now I got him on a strict plan. And then I uh, work with some NFL prospects. 
who, you know, and it's funny, like 99% of the people are looking to lose weight, lean out, get cut. And now I got these guys looking to put on weight. It's like, oh, to have that problem, right? That's a good problem to have if you're the guy that's putting on the weight. Yes. For sure. You mean I keep eating? Okay. I'll eat, do it. Eat and lift? I, I could do that. I can do that yeah, all day long. For sure. Um, but well, yeah, one of my guys um, uh, came in at uh, 295 pounds and his agent asked if we could get him up to 315 by the combines. In two and a half months, we packed on 20 pounds, lost 4% body fat, and he went from a division two nobody to the third round pick of the Jets. Nice. Could have been a better team, but who cares? It's the NFL. You know, it, Jets happen to be my team. So. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know if he's Yeah, looking, I did. Yeah, I was yeah, looking at sure. that wall behind you. Yeah. Uh, if we just want to bring up a couple we, moments we, in history, we're we, going to bring... We don't. We really don't. Uh, the Mark Sanchez butt fumble <laughs> is the first one that comes to mind. It's funny, dude. There's a guy, Martin, who comes here, and he's a Jets fan, but he's a Red Sox fan. What? And, like, I have to accept him as a Red Sox fan, but I have to, like, constantly remind him. Just, yeah, like, we can't... Your enemies. Well... Okay, so they're a division rival, but like the only team I truly hate is I'm trying to think if there's any more. <laughs> For sure the only team I truly hate are the Giants. I hate the Giants. I don't want that I don't even, I shouldn't even say their name. I don't even want to bring them up. Too many bad memories. I don't want to even think about them. The Eagles, Eagles played a good game. Right. Uh, we bring up uh, the Super Bowl quite frequently on here. You got it. You know, uh, Tom Brady threw for 505 yards and still lost. That's crazy. I that just is. like to make sure he gets his recognition. I don't feel like he gets enough. Is that Was that a record in the Super Bowl? I think it was. 505 yards and three touchdowns. And Bill fucking Belichick <laughs> benched Malcolm Butler and they lost the Super Bowl. They probably they might have lost anyways, but I don't know that those couple of those touchdowns got burned on the edge. Yeah, yep. for sure. Well, my hate of Boston sports goes way back. So let's obviously, hear it. let's talk some shit, right. man. So obviously, a Laker fan growing up in the eighties. Okay, it was all about Burden Johnson for sure. Right, pretty much half of the eighties we got to see Lakers and uh, yeah uh, Celtics. Nineteen eighty six. I was two. Um, I was 16. Uh, we got to go to game five of Angels versus the Red Sox. Oh, no shit. At Anaheim Stadium. So Angels were up three to one. Yep. And they were going to close it out, give Gene Autry his first trip to the World Series. Uh, my dad gave uh, the seats that he got uh, to me and my th three buddies. So we had four of us. So we were on... And the old Anaheim Stadium, when it was still the football stadium, yeah. if you went down the right field foul pole, and it was a completely enclosed stadium, and way up, straight up from the foul pole to the very last row, that's Dude. where our seats were. Okay. I mean, it Those was like the old cartoon. Those that bad of seats, though. You're kind of far, but it's- You, you can see everything. It's kind of cool being at the angle. So the Angels were winning, yep. so we're like, hey, we got to get on the field. We got to steal the rosin bag. Oh, that's what we were going to go that's, after. That's a miss, right? Because everybody's going after the bases. We're going to get the rosin bag. Nobody's oh, yeah, because you could run the on the field back bag. then. And it was like, oh yeah, they didn't yeah. care. Um, so we snuck all the way down, and we got down in between the um, the Angels dugout and the uh, uh, the netting uh, behind home plate. So we're right there. The old security guy. He's like, yeah, come on down. We don't care. The yeah. people around us were cool as long as we stayed down. Yeah. And then Don Henderson hit that home run and basically killed Donnie Moore. 
the angels pitcher. <laughs> He, uh, he, he actually wound up committing suicide a few years later. No shit. Yeah. I, had no, I did not know that happened. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I'm smiling, but I don't mean it as smiling. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's story. just a crazy story. That's gnarly. So, yeah, of course, Boston, Red Sox, and then Jets and the uh, Pats. And the Pats ever since. And you have us to thank for that, too. If it wasn't, um, who is it? Um, who's our middle linebacker that hit? Uh, Bledsoe. And knocked him out. Oh, yeah, for sure. Is it uh, Green? Mo, I, Mo? I can't think of it right now. It wasn't Golick. No, it wasn't Golick. It was our middle linebacker. Um, I don't know. And just tattooed Blitzo in the chest. And you know, basically made him bleed. Knocked him dead. Yeah, just out of the game. And then came Brady, and the rest is history. Dang. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. It's cool that we got to relive a, a little more Celtics, uh, <laughs> Lakers, like you know before the like both teams kind of got well before lebron and yeah before the Cavs or whoever whatever team lebron's on and uh golden state the rise of those teams yeah but, like we got two more finals and we got to split them yep that was cool that was that was cool man we got bitch ass paul pierce that whole thing <sighs> yep so we talked about it uh, a few podcasts ago but there's a conspiracy theory about that really yeah so the conspiracy theory is that because okay so if you don't know what happened paul pierce basically goes down with what looks like like a career-ending injury is how much pain he's in he can't right, walk carrying him off the court carrying him off the court under his like under his knees yeah, two guys yeah. yeah so he's like he's being like it's basically he's on a gurney but it's a human gurney and they're holding him like that and walking him off the court only to be wheeled back out in like one minute like one it was literally one minute in a wheelchair and just goes fucking off afterwards like like just shreds the Lakers apart. So the <laughs> the conspiracy theory is that he shit himself and that if he would have stood up, the shit would have came out on of his shorts onto the court. <laughs> so they had to pick him up and like carry that, him. And like hold that, his knees up. Hold so, his knees up to... so the shit stayed in and they had to go back and change. It only, you know, it only takes a minute to change and like that's wipe true. off real quick and come back out. So the conspiracy theory is he shit himself and that's what happened. All right. For sure. I'll buy it. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Man, <laughs> I hope that comes out like twenty years later. That's the only thing that makes sense because, like, yeah, you can't go from it was like the death. most yeah, it was the most bizarre thing probably I've ever seen in like a sports game, right? Like, well, remember like the whole Bernard King of the uh, Knicks? No, like back in the seventies, he, I mean, he looked like he was hurt, but you know, went to the locker room, comes back, and has one of the greatest playoff games of all time. But he was still limping. Like, he was... Yeah. You could tell something was wrong with him. Pierce, look, there was nothing wrong with him after that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's weird. Or, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I buy Schilling's uh, Bloody Sock or not. I don't know if I buy that one or not. Right, the stitches coming out. Yeah, like, yeah, there could have been stitching from a cut, but, like, surgery? Yeah. Uh, surgery repaired ankle is going to... Eight innings. Makes a great story, though. Makes a great story. It's like eight, eight and a third innings, like lights out. That was crazy. Yeah, man. It's a lot of uh, a lot of sports history, dude. A lot of sports. So, Yankees, too? No, no. You're an Angel fan. Yeah, but okay. the first major league ball game I ever went to was the uh, Yankees. I was born in New York. Okay. And my dad yeah. used to have season tickets to the uh, Jets. My and uncle, it, my uncle's a Pat season ticket holder. Really? Yeah. So, I like... Do you uh, get back at all? Oh yeah, I mean not not now that I have kids, but I'm hoping that this coming season, I, I definitely will go this coming season because I think it's Brady's last year. Um, so for sure, uh, I know that Green Bay plays in New England, so I'm going to try and get that game if I can. That'd be epic. I'm going out to Vegas. He's he come he's a big cigar dude, and uh, he's coming out to Vegas for his annual cigar trip next week. So I'm going to try and get him a little 
little boozed up yep. and uh, just yeah, drop it in I there. I these like, tickets. Come yeah, on, Unc. Like, just all, just take me. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll fly out. Uh, I flew out and I saw the Niners one year, and it was a year where Kaepernick lit the Pats up for five touchdowns, and then the Pats on answered with five unanswered touchdowns. And uh, on the ensuing kickoff after they tied it up, uh, the Niners returned it back to the ten yard line, and they won the game. That sucked. Yeah. And then the next game I flew out was the uh, 2016 AFC Championship. No, oh, okay. Deflate Gate. So yeah, I got to go to Deflate. Oh no, it was 20. Yeah, it's 2016. Yeah. So I was at Deflate Gate. I was there for it. You saw it all happen. Saw it all happen. Yeah, I saw him rush for like 220 yards, four touchdowns, and one touchdown pass. But yeah, what do you think about all that? You know, it it was. The cover-up's always worse than the crime. Yeah. You know, if he just, I think if he had come out and said, you know, yeah, I did it, it would have never even been a story. He would have gotten a little fine on the side, you know, don't do that, don't mess with the balls. It would never been a story. But it just kept escalating, kept doubling down, doubling down. You know, I I think that any quarterback should get the, because they have their own balls, each yeah. team has their own balls, you should get it any way you want. For if sure. you want it flat as a pancake, Go for it. If you can throw a spiral like that, great. If you want it over-pumped like uh, Aaron Rodgers likes it, be my guest. It doesn't change anything. I don't think so. I mean, the are, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, if anything, it probably changes it for the receivers. The receivers and the running backs. Yeah, because the running back can squeeze that thing. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. That was, that was crazy. They ended up there is nothing better than seeing Goodell hand him you know that that trophy, that trophy at the end of there it there is nothing better than that that was awesome oh you know he was going to be on fire after that oh, he, he was playing pissed oh for sure for sure and as much as i hate him i admire him yeah for sure i mean and you know it's especially you know i'm 48 now yeah and just knowing the regiment that he goes through taking care of his body eating how he does it's like, yeah, he gets it. Yeah, he gets it. And it's going back to my football guys. There were four other guys um, that were signed by my agent friend. And the guy who made the Jets is the only one who bought into the food program. The other guys, they wouldn't eat the food. They complained about that's it. That's crazy. Like, uh, that's something I noticed with high-level athletes is like they – Because they never had to work that hard. Yeah. They were just gifted. Yeah. They were always faster. They were, you know, you're taller or whatever your specialty was, especially growing up, you were always the best growing up. And now all of a sudden the playing field's level at the highest level. And, you know, even you hear stories like Mike Vick, when he first came up, he'd eat McDonald's every day and was still that fast, that good. It was only Marshawn Lynch pulls Skittles out of his pants and he's eating Skittles on the sideline. It's like... You know, and I tried to tell them. I sat down with all of them when they first got here for uh, training, and I told them my story. I'm like, guys, trust me on this. You know, I've been through it. I've been injured. I've done this. I've done that. You know, if you do this, it'll work. 100%. Yeah, it's crazy. And, like, you got to look at a guy like Tom Brady who's, like, still doing it at such a high level, like setting records. And yeah. he, he led the league in everything last year. It's crazy. Yeah. 500 yards in the Super Bowl as a 40-year-old. Yeah, it's nuts. It's stupid. Yeah, it's a. I guess like I could equate like Kobe to to Tom Brady as far as like taking care of the body. No, just hating his guts but respecting him. Yeah, yeah, because of the work ethic for sure. I tell people like even Kobe has a coach. Tom Brady has a coach. I mean, he has a like a life coach that like follows them around like a little puppy dog. Yeah, you know, like 
a chef a this and yeah. that yeah like to be successful you need a coach you need you know you need guidance with your food if you're one of the people that likes to cook it awesome but for most of us like it's really hard to do it's, it's great i think it's great uh it's worth the money and the time like so i always tell people like okay so you have the cost of the food right right so if you go source your food I know for me for like a week of food, I'm looking like 200 bucks, mm-hmm. you know, like if I'm cooking every meal, three meals a day for seven days, it's about 200 bucks or so, but then it's the time. So like, I'm not going to tell anyone what I would like to make an hour, but like if you put the time in that you have the, your travel time, the cost to, to drive your time in the store, waiting in line at Costco, getting pissed off, <laughs> going home, doing it all, right. Cleaning it up. Like, you're looking at like a five hour deal at, you know, on one of your days off on one of your days off. Right. So you have five hour deal. So let's just say your, let's say your hourly wage is 30 bucks. So that's like 150 bucks. So you're like at 350 on top of the food per week. Yeah. You know, save a little bit of money and use that time to chill with your family to and relax, relax yeah. and enjoy. go on a date, take the wife out, you know, play with the kids more, work out more for sure. It, it, I, I tell people that I, I'm giving you the gift of time. That's what it does. Exactly. And freeing up your mind to do other, like think about other shit. Like if you have to think about measuring and weighing and doing all that stuff and getting all, unless that's like something that you really like to do. Some people do. Right. Um, but it's super daunting. Like we tell people, like I was telling people like that about you coming and I was like, okay, if you're in the challenge, I want you to continue cooking. And then the day you graduate, I want you to start doing meal prep because now you don't have to worry about adding those other things in because they're going to be in there. And you're already going to be used to eating a certain way. So it's not going to be like a shock to just continue eating healthy. It's probably just going to taste better than what you're cooking. Unless right. you know what you're doing, you know? So like get the habits down now. So you understand in like you're conscious of what you're eating and then boom. But I mean, the majority of our members are not in the challenge. They're, no, they're but, and, and that's another point too, that, um, you know, a lot of people who do meal prep themselves don't have the talent or imagination in the kitchen. So they wind up, prepping the same thing over and over and that just leads to burnout yeah that leads to office donuts yep. in, in and out in and out just fuck it i'm getting a burger today. for sure yeah i'm over the shit exactly especially if it's friday and like that shit's a little dried out and like eh, i don't know about this you know but if and that's another good point if you are you know coming into eating clean cold turkey uh especially if you're switching to paleo i always tell people get ready for two weeks of hell yeah because your body's going to go through some changes. You're going to be irritable. You're going to be cranky. You're going to be hungry all the time. But I promise you, you know, two weeks, three at the max, you're going to have this euphoric breakthrough. You're going to sleep better. You're going to have more energy, uh, sustained energy throughout the day. Yeah. All of broken sleep and those feelings, that's your addiction to sugar. And that's like all, uh, and dairy, but like sugar is the root of it. So you get addicted to all this stuff, breads and all that stuff. It's it's taking all of that out. You're still going to get all the flavor and everything you're looking for, but you're just not going to get that sugar that you want. So like, um, that's okay. That's your, that's your body making progress, you know? And yeah. And you have to go through the withdrawal process. Exactly. It's just like, you know, if you're coming off of drugs, alcohol, anything like that, your body has to come off of the addiction to the wheat, the sugars. Absolutely. I and just it's painful. A, it, it is painful. It sucks. And like, and there's so much temptation. Like if you get in your car and drive somewhere, unless you're driving to Vegas, you got to get past Barstow and then you're okay. But up until that point, like it's like everywhere you see, it's fast something. Food, fast food, fast food, yeah, big cool. goal, super goal. And if you got kids, brutal because yeah. they uh, like apple juice so right. like I'll, I'll take a swig off their apple juice i'm like whoa this is gnarly like, right and you're, you're finishing their mac and cheese or yeah, whatever you everything. know they don't want to eat that day can't do that no he's gotta you know and it's hard because i have young kids i have twin two-year-olds and like 
they will only eat they eat different shit every time and it just depends on if they're going to be brats or not you know and like they can eat chicken and broccoli they like it but a lot of times they just want mac and cheese and french fries right. you know and it's like you what pay you for it do? yeah you go to yard house and you pay 10 bucks for them to eat and then they don't eat and you're like staring at it <laughs> you know <laughs> like you're not gonna let it go to yeah. waste so it's just kind of breaking this habit so kind of making i had just done a, a little facebook live on mindset in our in our challenge group and just talking about like making decisions as if you're the person that you're trying to transform into instead of making decisions as the person you are now because the person you are now is the reason why you're here and you're here to change and you 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 built who you are now but you can build something better in the future so if you start thinking in a mindset to where you are making decisions as your future self and that new identity then you will be on a path to hit that goal absolutely i always tell people you have to eat to where you want to get to you can't eat to where you are now exactly so that's awesome that's awesome dude that was a that was a powerful ending right there (laughs) um how can people find you how can they get a hold of you best way is paleozone.com cool website has my number on it it number goes directly to my cell phone so if you have a question i'm always there to answer it um it's you know pretty for most people the user interface is pretty simple you go fill out um your order because it's mostly subscription-based. You can do a one-time order, but the goal is to get people on a subscription. Absolutely. You fill out your subscription, what you're going to pay for, and then we send out the menu weekly, and you get to choose what meals you want. Cool. Simple as that. And then how does delivery work? Uh, We deliver twice a week, Tuesdays and Fridays. Uh, If it goes to the gym, it's free delivery, Uh, but we also deliver to home or office for an additional charge. If you're listening to this, I would prefer you guys, I know it's easier for you to deliver here, but I'd prefer you pay the additional charge because we don't have a ton of uh, storage space here. So yep, half the time I have a five gallon tub of coffee brewing out in the, in the, uh, in the big fridge and then out in the other fridges all drink. So yeah, right now they're the people that order food, they'll put it in that thing. That was funny. They'll put it out in like the drink fridge and like you can't get to drinks. (laughs) So then it's just up to when someone, if I I need to, I, I can, put a fridge in here too well shit yeah how about that there you go let's get some let's get some fucking orders in man all right let's do it in here that'd be cool awesome well dude i appreciate your time and appreciate you coming and um i'm gonna drop this podcast now so if anyone listens to it on their way in uh we posted the video i'll make another post do instagram story and i'll be here with food boom and muffins oh oh yeah paleo muffins you know it oh oh all right, guys. All right. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Dan, that was such a fun podcast. Thank you, Dan, for coming out once again. Um, this week's, or I guess episode, I can't really say this week's because it's been like three weeks since we did one of these, but um, this episode, the music was chosen by our very own Travis Swartz yesterday on the Facebook Live in the group. He said, let's listen to Make Damn Sure by Taking Back Sunday. This is an old, great song. And well, old is like within the last 10 years. Not old like, you know, 50s, but Taking Back Sunday. I don't think they were alive back then. Anyways, this is Taking Back Sunday. Make Damn Sure. See you next time.
Can't ever 